Happy created ink. Da da da. Okay, I gotta add this all into the beginning because I forgot to add add the thing. This is episodes about Shadow Tower from Software's um, PS1 masterpiece. I love it. It's great. Spoilers. That's my opinion. It's awesome. Uh, I wanted to get into the, the fucking mystery I found. I think there's an underlining biggest mystery in gaming history in Shadow Tower that's still undiscovered to this day. <laughs> and But the sections I start with going over the mechanics and just things I like about the game, and then I lore dive a bit and story, and then I get into the the mystery and kind of my theories and stuff. And I, I forgot that I wanted to, to like, title this, like, the mystery of Shadow Tower or whatever. And then I forgot to mention that's what it's about until, the, <laughs> until like, close to the end. So I'm putting this at the beginning. That's There's sections to this. And you'll you'll see what I mean when you get to 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 it. But yeah, just as clarification. Now, um, let's start the episode. Welcome to Happy Created Inc. The podcast that's like it's still going. It's how long have I had my podcast? That's kind of that's crazy to think about. I love it. I really love it. I'm the host. I'm Deej. Hi. And today's episode, special episode, oh, I, wa- I needed to talk about Shadow Tower. I need to gush about it. It's I finished it um, last week, I think. And I, I was meaning to record sooner, but I sort of hate making content. Like, <laughs> I don't hate it. I love, I love making content and recording videos and podcasts and stuff. But man, lately, I don't know, it's complicated. I'll, I'll talk about it more at the end. But for now, I gotta talk about Shadow Tower. I played... I originally played Shadow Tower several, several years ago on PS... On my PS3. I got it on my PS1 store. I miss the PS1 store on on the PlayStation Network. God damn it. But... <laughs> the Shadow Tower. So if you're unaware of... I'm sure people, if you're listening to this, you know, get a gaming fan... Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, Elden Ring now from software, okay? Before they made all those great games, they made a bunch of, like, PS1 games, right? They made Armored Core. Oh, my throat. I've been recording for a minute. What the fuck? They made Armored Core. <laughs> they made, ooh. After, okay, well, anyway, after I played... Dark Souls for the first time, and then Demon Souls. I was like, I need more from software games, and I found they they made Echo Knight on PS One, really really underrated, like first person like ghost venture murder mystery type shit. It's good, I like it. But one game they made, they made a uh, Kingsfield, right? That gets talked about a lot as like the precursor to the Souls genre. And I've never played. I've never gotten to play any of the Kingsfield games. Like four of them. But I think. I mean I can't really compare. Because I've never played it. Shadow Tower. They made Shadow Tower. And this game. Is. Also. A. Precursor to the Souls games. It has all. The whole formula. It has. There's literally just like a giant. Fucking smog enemy. Like Ornstein and Smog. Smog. There's just, he's just in it. He's just there. There's fucking big titty half lady half spider enemy. There's um there's poison swamp. There's, there's all kinds of just trademark from software thing. It's kind of funny me being like um an artist and creative things with recording videos and or drawing, or writing poems, or whatever. I never like repeating myself if I can help it. I always like to do new things. But I forget that, like, you you don't have to do that. You can kind of just refine stuff. Because from software has been making the same game basically for, like, 30 years. And <laughs> just, just adding on to it. But Shadow Tower, okay. 
it does not get talked enough enough about at all. It's criminally underrated. Everyone talks about the King's Field. Oh, they made this game before Dark Souls. This is where Dark Souls came from. They just skip over Shadow Shadow Tower. Oh my god. Okay, so the story of Shadow Tower. I'll get into that later on, like in in the next section. I want to talk about the mechanics because that's what's really. I mean, it's all interesting. So you're in the tower. Interestingly, you start at the top of the tower because it's sunken into the earth, and you're going, you're descending the tower basically, and you go into different like realms, the human realm and the fucking uh, death realm, and I can't remember the names. It's first person though. Um, the combat is, oh, it's it's it seems simple. It kind of is simple. But it's in first person. With the left analog stick, you move. You can walk forward, backwards. But left and right turns turns you. And your R1, R2, R1, L1, whatever, is a strafe. And so you're, the combat boils down to like all these different types of enemies that have different attacks and shit. But you're, you have to like, at first you're good with just like Getting in, getting hit, getting getting out. All the weapons have different like swing speeds. You have a shield sometimes, um, and then you have to incorporate strafing. I li- I really like the combat. I fucked with it, but you start it. The game's really unforgiving, just like any Souls game. You you can die pretty much like in a couple hits. Um, even up until the end, there's some strong enemies, you know. But the mechanics is so interesting to me because. You start off with a sword. That's all you have. And you find, like, health potions that heals you to full. They're, um, limited, though. You just find, like, monsters have random drops. And you can find them sometimes. Um. But you, all of your weapons and armor and and rings, magic rings, that's how you use spells, they all have durability. They all break. The durability is not fucking good either. I, <laughs> I love, I love, I love games with durability and stuff. I like being forced to like use different weapons and strategies. I saw people complaining so fucking much about Breath of the Wild, and this game is like, <laughs> like Breath of the Wild. Some of those, some of those like weapons last forever, and your armor never runs out. I would hate to see these bitches play Shadow Tower. They would lose their fucking minds. like but here's the interesting thing okay so you find different um vendors you find these like little plaques or these little like statue things and it teleports you to where the vendor is there's a snake fucking lady there's a a dwarf guy behind a cage in prison you don't really get any backstory there's a sequel to the game by the way I haven't played that. I would love if that expanded on the lore because I'm really interested in the lore. But so, so you have all these, all of your stuff that breaks easily. You can find somebody, one of the dwarfs guys, there's two of them, that will, or there's, there's three of them, I think. You find one that can repair your equipment, but it costs your health. And (laughs) health is, you know, it, Health health um, potions are very limited early game. Very limited. But then you find uh, another dwarf guy. These are all like... the These shops are like in every... Not in every world, but they're scattered around. It's like the same ones, but these little teleporter things take you to them. So it's not like you just, you just find them one time and you have to backtrack to them. It's, you know, different teleporting doors. But then you find one guy that you can trade your items you don't need or want for health potions. And so, and then you find these, these, I think they're called coons? Cuns? C-U-N-E-S? That's like the invent, that's like uh, the currency. There's only 99 of them in the whole game. And they're, by the, when I got to the end of it, I was really looking for them. But by the end of it, I only had like 48 or something. 
they're pretty well hidden. And some enemies drop them. So you're not fucking... <laughs> you're not making it rain out here. You really have to, like, ration your money. Um, you can also buy some health potions. They're, like, one each. And, um... But then you, you have, like, uh, other stuff to buy. You can buy the stuff that, like, repairs your items a little bit. But only when you're wearing them. If they break, you can't use the item on them. You have to, like, repair them. But it's, like, this, re this really interesting intertwinement of mechanics where, you know, there's several points in the game where I don't have any fucking armor. I, at one point, I had no weapons. I was just running around, like aimlessly because i didn't have anything to defend myself without everything everything was broken but you have you're like trying to manage you know your health um you don't want to kill too many things because you don't want your stuff to break but also you need to kill stuff because they drop more weapons more health potions whatever and then you ha you get some good like weapons or armor you want to keep them repaired up but you don't have the health potions to, like, heal yourself a bunch of times to repair your stuff, like, all of it. You have to pick and choose what you do. And just the item management is, is, is crazy. But more importantly, what's, um, like, <laughs> all of these, like, shops, too. They're, and save points, even. I, at first, I was using the, the, the heart, the, like, the normal save points. I wanted to beat the game legit. Um, and then, like, halfway through, I did, um, I started using save states. And less because, like, I liked the thrill of, I saved it, I've been playing for like an hour, and I haven't found another save point, and I'm worried about dying. I liked the thrill of that. Um, but after dying like that a few times, that thrill wore off, and it was more just frustrating. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna use safe stage, you know, it's fine. Um, you know, I think that's valid. If a mechanic like, like, saving is, like, intentionally made to be stressful and add another layer to the game, and you're enjoying it, then you should do it. But if it becomes not enjoyable, and just save states, it's fine, I think. Um... Was I going with this? Oh yeah, the shops though, they're pretty like spaced out, right? And this shadow tower is a fucking labyrinth. There's like all these different worlds, and there's shortcuts to back to backtrack, like classic Dark Souls shit. And um, I think this was my own fault for not really getting down like uh locations and and things. But two thirds of the game, I was just fucking struggling. Like, all my stuff, I was running low on, like, weapons and health potions. And, um, I would finally find, like, uh, one of the guys to trade equipment to. And I would stock up and trade, like, half my shit that's broken. And just stuff that I wasn't using that probably would be useful for health potions to keep me going <laughs> for, for the next one-third of the game. And it wasn't until the end, the, the last, like, third of the game... Where I finally got got it down where I got to this one section and I was I was struggling again. I found a shortcut back to an earlier section that I didn't even think you could go back to. And I was like, oh I remember this place. And I remember there being um like a shop here, you know, for like buying stuff and I think trading for health potions. And I did that. And then I remembered, oh yeah, there's other place over here. I know exactly where the weapon repair place is. And so I like ran back and you know, it, it was a bit of a backtrack, you know, to do all this. I mean, I found the shortcut, but to like fix up all my equipment and I finally had a two-thirds of the way through the game until I finally felt like I had a good foothold of okay, well if all my shit breaks, I can do this the run. And, and try to remedy it a bit, you know? And I just really like how all the the mechanics played into each other. It was, oh, it was gorgeous. And then, at the end, I don't know... I had this happen one time, like, in the middle of the, of the game, where I had a health regeneration. 
I don't know how where it came from. I thought it was like an, a piece of equipment or something. It didn't last like maybe an hour or so um, playing the game. It just kind of stopped. I never could f figure out why that happened. And then later on at the end, like the last like area or two, I got it again. And I think it's one of the stats. The stats aren't really like explained. Like when you level up, you don't really level up every time you... It kind of does um Final Fantasy 2 styles of of leveling up where the more you do a thing, the more it like levels up, I guess. And then you find these little soul paws that you can like manually put stuff in to your stats. They're um they're kind of few and far between. But I think it was one of these one of the stats, I think. Like I noticed there was a few equipments I had that specifically rose like harmony stat or whatever the fuck. I was like, maybe that's what's doing the health regen. And so I put some soul pod points into that. And it seemed like it went up faster. But I was like fucking um, healing like crazy. But I had at the time, I had like 4,000 health. And it would only regen up to like 1,500, 1,400. So it's not like a full health top up. And it takes like a, you know, a few minutes to like heal. It's like the classic Souls thing, yeah, again, with some heat regen, but it's not very good. Except this one was pretty good. Um, Just like waiting there, I could sit there and wait. It, pro it would probably take like 5-10 minutes probably to heal up to full. Eh, 10 minutes seems like a lot, maybe 5. And so at the end, I ran back into the shops I knew where they were. I ran to the, re well, the repair guy mostly. I ran to him, and I sat there, and since I'm playing, like, an emulator, I just, like, did the speed-up function, and just, like, <laughs> was watching whatever whatever I was watching on, on TV, on YouTube, while my health would regen, and I would just repair one thing at a time, wait, I had all my shit repaired, it was great, uh, and at that point, I was, like, I finally was, like, in the groove of, like, figuring out the game more, you know, and feeling like I'm confident in it. Uh, oh, I love that feeling. And then, um, but yeah, just all these mechanics just work so well, and I really liked the, the variety of, of locations. Like, you're, you're just in this tower, and it feels, everything feels so it was weird because you're in the central tower. It's all gray. It's just a circle with with staircases up and down. Um, usually you have like a couple of options of different worlds to go to. And um, they're just like you're in like a you go through a door. And all of a sudden you're in like this fucking like cave type thing. And another one you're in like a like uh, like a mine. What was the other areas? I don't know. There's a big variety. And it just felt so, like, alien and weird and disjointed, but in a good way. And normally I'm not a big fan of, like... I'm not ever a big fan of, like, hub worlds. Like, um, Demon Souls. And, uh, Dark Souls 2 wasn't as bad. I, I didn't mind that one. Dark Souls 3 was awful. I hate Dark Souls 3. This one, though, is such an interesting thing, because it's not really a hub world. But it's, like, a central area you, you keep circling back to and you keep going down further in the in the thing and you look up and you see some of the pathways you you were just on like an hour ago and you you made it down oh it's cool i love it um so um what else um there's also dickhead npcs the there's this one guy you trying to go through this door this fucking dwarf guy comes up you can't, you sh don't go through there, it's poison down here, you should use this other door. He walks down there and, and goes in the door. And when I try to follow him, he's like, no one said you could come in here. Like, okay, bit, bitch, bet. Wait till I circle back around. I'm gonna fuck you up. And sure enough, I did. He was like, no, don't hurt me, you gotta help me. And I fucking killed him. And um, he had a key. He had a key to um unlock Ariel, the evil um demon princess. Locked in this fucking crystal c coffin. And she thanks you and gives you a ring. It's great. And then she dis disappears. 
it does the FromSoft thing where you have to talk to NPCs like four or five times. Well, you don't have to, but they have more dialogue and stuff. Oh, and it's just... Oh, I was so, I was so enamored by it because I never got to finish the game when I had it on my PS3. I don't know if I got stuck or if I just stopped playing it. Um, And then it just randomly occurred to me one day. I was like, oh my god, babe, I have my PS1 emulator on my on my phone. I could just play Shadow Tower now anytime I want. And I played it, and or I downloaded it, and played it nonstop, basically. Um, What else was there about, like, mechanic stuff? I don't know. They have, um... Oh, the progression. Difficulty progression in the game is really, really good. Like, you... When you first start off, you get classic the first enemies are the classic like rpg fucking green goop um slime thing and um all the enemies are pretty they're they're pretty varied like you you kill that thing there's like a, a dark spider looking thing um there's these giant hanging bats they have some projectiles but you can like easily avoid them but you're just using like your sword you know um, but it's kind of like, it does it in such a good way of teaching the, teaching you what you should, it doesn't teach you, you have to learn this yourself, but you know, if a bat's fucking shooting shit at you, like, solar rays, sonar, whatever, and, um, you try to, you can't really avoid it without strafing, you pr you pick up, you pick up how to strafe, you know, you pick up like, oh, I should probably, you know strafe this or whatever get underneath them they can't they can't attack you and you can just look up and fucking take them out oh l2 r2 controls looking up and down which is really weird you get kind of used to it but it's fucking weird um but god it's okay um what else oh yeah but anyway you eventually you find a bow i only found two bows in the whole game I, there's probably more, but I had that first one. It's a long, I found the second one, like, the last, like, area or two. But once you get a bow, shit gets fucking crazy. Like, because all this time you're, you're trying, you're having to strafe around people, get in with the sword, get out, block a little bit, um, you get hit, you know, shit happens. Once you get a bow, it becomes so stupid easy. With, like, having your own projectile. It's still hard to aim. Because you don't have a crosshair. The thing's, like, weird. You, have, you always overshoot. You have to aim lower than you think. It, oh, it's great, though. But then, all the enemies after that start using more magic, more projectiles. And so it kind of... It's easy for, like, a, 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 <laughs> a world. And then the game's like, yeah, he's got the bow. Let's, let's fuck him up a little. Let's... It got too easy, you know? And um, and then you just have to like utilize more of your magic because you get this. The spells are rings you find. They also break, and you also have a magic like points meter that um. The magic potions are even more rare than the health potions, and there's another merchant that you can trade your old equipment and stuff for magic potions. I didn't really do that ever because like. If it come down to it, I want more health. I would rather get more health than magic. Um, but, you know, that's... You need to manage that, too. <sighs> but, man, it's just... The, 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 the But what I'm saying, the progression is, is nice. It's, like, really well-balanced, I would say. Like, just the fact that... Oh, fuck. I'm watching uh, Metal Gear Solid... The twin snake speed run. My screen went black, so I just clicked a button to make it go back, and I think it played it. <laughs> but yeah, I just oh my god, this the game is so just fucking interesting. It's like mechanical wise, super interesting. But then the lore, the lore gets even more interesting. Okay, so oh, first off, hang on. So like the I don't, you know, obviously I played emulated version. They have like the manual and stuff. That's where most of the lore is. Um, 
but from in the manual, you read it. Uh, I got like the PDF of it because I I wanted to read like the backstory and stuff. Um, there was this. Maybe we just read the excerpt. Should we just do that? I think we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me let me read that. Okay, I got my screenshots ready. Yeah, the the story and the lore is really interesting. And I think I meant to say this at the very beginning. I think this game holds fucking a mystery that has gone unsolved all this all these years. I think this game came out in like the nineties, you know, sometime. I I think there's some kind of different ending or secrets that have not gone have not been uncovered. I think this is like the greatest mystery that has gone unsolved in the gaming history. That well that's that's saying a lot. I, I just I feel it in my bones. There's something more to this game. I'll get into it. I'll get into it. The the prologue. Let me just read this thing real quick. Uh The Continent Eclipse. Here lies the holy land of Zepter. In this land is a sealed tower that is guarded by the kings of surrounding nations according to the traditions passed down from their ancestors. They whisper a prayer that will despair... What? That the disaster will not repeat itself. (laughs) It happened a long time ago. A tragedy descended upon the kingdom of Eclipse, from which the continent drew its name. Ooh. Oh, so there was an eclipse that... And that's what destroyed the kingdom? Oh. I just put that together, I think. There's a crown with a single eye. That terrible gaze, which snuffed out the kingdom of Eclipse in one night, leaving nothing but a gargantuan hole. So this fucking thing just... um, (laughs) Imagine Rome. Imagine the empire of Rome one day. Just bam, hole in the ground, gone. That's what I'm thinking. That's so that's so fucking it. That's so cool. Okay. Um, leaving nothing but a great, yeah. A fearsome power that led a prosperous king into total destruction. Um, always wearing that crown, the king looked looked smug. This crown is the source of our power. It is how we became the conqueror. So the king would say. Um, that single eye that glowed so ominously before is now closed and quietly sealed within the tower. It was as if it had fallen into an internal sleep. The secrets behind the ancient tragedy will never be known. The place in the holy land of Zepter looked as though it would last forever, like it was forgotten that was a cursed soil. Oh my god. Um, the number of mercenaries on the continent has recently increased. They claimed no nation and operated solely for their own gain, making their way by force. One of those men, Russ Hardy, Roos Hardy, R-U-U-S, <laughs> Hardy, set out on a journey in search of a new position. The town of Zepter was the crossroad of the nations, and there lived the gentle granny who tended the inn. She cared for him uh, back when his career was just beginning. Guess I'll stop by granny's for a meal. It's been a long time. Roos could see could see her stern yet kind smile in his mind. He did not know his parents. Hers was the first warmth he had experienced, and he had always drawn strength from that. But all that greeted Ruse, um, as he came through the woods in the in the dusk, was a mound of rubble. There was no sign of anyone um nearby. He caught his breath and looked up at the sky. The tower, always standing so proud, was not there. Only the base of the tower remained. Looking lonely. Sorry, this text is weird. Looking lonely, as if the entire town had been sucked into the tower's depths. Ruse, standing there in disbelief, uh, sensed someone approaching and whirled around. Who is it? An old man dressed in a robe was standing there. I am the monk called the guard, called to guard the tower through the generations. Judging from your long sword, you must be Weldon, Earl of Mars. Um, how astute of you to to discern the situation so quickly. Now, this is interesting to me because throughout the entire game, Weldon, Earl of Mar, whatever, never mentioned again. Um, 
this monk that guarded the tower, never mentioned again. Um, there is like a cutscene at the very beginning of the game with a knight who is presumed to be Ruse sitting at a bonfire, classic bonfire. Um, and it would cut between a different knight, like going through this corridor. I think he gets fucked up by a, a an imp or whatever. Maybe that's um Weldon. I don't. I'm not really sure. That was a theory I read. I don't really know. I find it weird that he didn't know this monk, because he was like orphan, grew up in the city or in this town. He he would have known this monk, right? But whatever. Um, Ruse was about to tell him he had the wrong man, but the old man continued. The souls of those who lived here were consumed, consumed by those in the realm of evil beneath the tower. In their souls, if their souls are brought back, they could possibly be saved. But my power is not enough to confront the evil ones. Several had gone down, but it is unlikely that they will they will return alive. Man-made weapons are useless against them. Time is running out. In just a few days, the door to the darkness beneath the tower will be closed, and those whose souls were consumed will never be saved. There is no choice but to rally on, rely on you. You still have the choice to say no and walk away. And how can the the souls be saved? The old man answers Ruse's query. The souls that were consumed by the Dark Ones are now a part of their power. They can be released by conquering the Dark One, the Dark Ones who trapped the souls. The most important thing to find is the key to restore the souls to their original um, bodies. The One-Eyed Crown. Thereafter, you will be guided. This is a treasured sword passed down in my family through the generations. They say it is a Dark One's sword. Um, but no no one truly knows. Nevertheless, I will... I am certain this sword will be your own hope. Will be your only hope. Take it, take it with you. And with that, the old man gave him an old age sword. You want me to go down that hole with just the sword? Rue stared down at the unlike at the unlikely weapon, muttering, "The dark one's stolen by this monk." What? The dark one's spoken of by this monk. So powerful they cannot be conquered by man-made weapons. If I enter this hole, will I ever come back? Wouldn't it be better to tell him he's got the wrong man and run away? But then in his mind, he saw Granny's smile, and he could taste her good, simple cooking. Rue sighed softly and descended down into the hole beneath the tower. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the setup, right? That's fucking dope. Well, let's read the uh, the back of the case of the, uh, just real quick. Oh, my God. They got some shit. Okay, the picture's back here. I think I fought this guy. There's a giant fucking snake. Never saw that. And he's shooting an arrow at a fucking glowing ball that I don't remember ever seeing either. Um, The dark shadow of the single-eyed crown um, reigned over the holy land of Zepter. The sealed once proud tower protecting the crown and the demon king is about to disappear into the earth, taking what remains of the tower with it. Your quest takes you below the tower where you must seek out and destroy the evil king and retrieve his potent crown, remaining strong and true of heart, for there are region, legions of demons intent on rape, raping your soul and leaving the realms. That, okay, um, that's a bit, weird choice of words from Soft. Um, the evil, that really threw me off. The evil lurks everywhere. First person, point of view, 3D, two player battle mode, it's a fucking battle mode. I haven't. I didn't get. To, I didn't get to use it. 150 different enemies. Discover, buy, trade, and repair. Explore seven enormous worlds. A ancient tragedy, a dark power, an ominous quest. So yeah, that's that's the start of the 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 story. Granny's gone. Everybody's dead in the town. Their souls consumed. You go to conquer the 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 old ones and get the crown and save her. Now, here's my thing, okay? So, you meet, in in the game, you meet a very important NPC. He's kind of hidden at first, but you meet this big fat rat. <laughs> this big fat mole. He's very cute. 
When you're done talking to him, he jumps off his pedestal and rolls away into a fucking hole in the, in the wall. It's great. Um, he he follows you throughout the tower and gives you advice and um he gives you some money sometimes or some like items whatever. He's just like I kept expecting him to fuck me over like from software characters do, but he never did. Um and then there's Ariel. Uri Arali, I don't I don't know. I think it's Ariel. She's like the demon princess that you meet. She talks down to you, but you but you save her. You run into her a few times and she keeps talking about like fighting you and she's really strong but you never actually fight her i don't know if you even can um and what else there's that one the dwarf guy that kind of fucks you over that was having her in prison and shit um what what other npcs were there i don't know but the the gist of the game that's a story you go into the tower there's six bosses you got to kill you can miss them by the way you can run past them um and you have to backtrack i i missed one boss when, um, on my playthrough but you do that you get to the very end bottom of the tower open the gate go in again classic from software thing spoilers by the way for shadow tower if i hadn't said that yet classic from software the demon king you get to him big suit of scary armor you fight him he sheds the armor he's like a lizard guy he's really fast you kill him but actually he's not dead it's a it's a true form this is only, like, his, another version of him. His true form's, like, this fucking grotesque, ev like, blob of stuff that's, like, you know, you kill him in, like, three hits, four hits, whatever. He's, from Software's been making the same game for 30 years, I swear to God. <laughs> it's, it's still great. But, here's what fucks me up, okay? The ending. So... You you kill the king. You're like, is it over? Um, did I conquer whatever? Um, you put the crown on, and then it shows you the king over the lands. I assume history's gonna repeat itself. You're gonna fuck shit up, kill everybody, the whole giant hole, another another uh fucking void out, like a <laughs> death death stranding, and um. But that's like, that's the ending, basically. But what fucks me up is the king mentioned, oh, you're allied with that rodent. Um, and then, like, wh whatever else. And then proceeds to fight you, right? And I was thinking, oh, shit. This fucking little mole guy is gonna show up at the last minute, steal the crown, and, like, declare himself king or something. Or maybe he's got some kind of bigger, like thing in the plot maybe i had a theory myself that the granny's soul ended up in this mole this giant this fat little mole and that's why he was helping us the whole time um because like after that at, at the ending i was thinking because i i read the manual um before i started playing or in the middle somewhere i think and uh I was like, like, <laughs> the he talking about, like, oh, I got the crown, I conquered, now I'm the king. Well, bitch, what happened to fucking saving the souls? Like, what are you doing? They didn't really answer that. They didn't answer anything about the, the, the mole, because the king made a point in saying that, you know, you're allied with the mole. And, um, I, the ending just left, like, so many lingering questions. Like, obviously, if, if history's gonna repeat itself, and giant hole, everybody dies. But my more important question was, like, what does the mole have to do with anything? He's got some kind of bigger part in this. And the game makes a point in showing you um, your kill percentages and item percentages of, like, how much stuff you've collected. There's, like, a stat screen for it you can access any time. It shows every level, what percentage of the enemies you've killed in it, all the, um, the monies, 99, um, I had, you know, I guess I had 48 out of 99, all the items, there's like, um, a, a bestiary of all the, um, enemies, and I'm just like, 
there's got to be another ending. This can't be... This, there's got to be more to it. There's there's no way that... But then again, I was thinking, like, fucking Miyazaki, wasn't he, like... Didn't he do a thing where he made, like, in Dark Souls 2, one of the starting gifts you can get is, like, a ring or, like, a key or something? I think it was a ring. And people thought in it... The description, like, led you to believe it has some kind of purpose, but then it doesn't at all, and that was just a joke. Like, he was just fucking with people, I think. If then I, I if I remember remembering that story right, maybe this is um maybe uh oh head it just maybe this is um just another one of those type of things. I gotta pee. Hang on. Yeah. Anyway, this could also be a cut content situation. Like that easily could be the explanation too. Or you know, it's there's a seat. Like I said, there's a sequel, Shadow Tower Abyss. It's for PS2 though. I can't emulate PS2. As far as I'm aware, I might need to look into that. Some of this stuff might be answered in that, because I saw the back cover of the game, and I saw Ariel, Ar- Ar- Ariel, Ariel, whatever. I saw her on the back, so she's she's made an appearance, so maybe the mole does too. I don't know. If he pops up wearing the fucking one-eyed crown, I'm going to lose my shit. But <laughs> there's just... There's just so much, I don't know, it just really left a lot of burning questions that I have. And I love, I love it when, when things do that. And, like, like I said, there's so, there's, they put an emphasis on, oh, am I recording now? My recorder fucking broke. God, this is, this is not going well. What was I saying? They, they put such an emphasis on collecting there's also a new game plus too it's weird though because you start the game back at the top of the tower and um you can go back through and you have the same like um your all your equipment and all of your little like the monies you've collected and um all the percentages on all the floors and and worlds and stuff of the enemies you've killed and so i think you can go back through and and trying to get 100%, but I read a thing that, because I looked into it, because I was like, surely there's more endings, and people, and, you know, there's, like, 100% was what I was thinking, and I was looking, looking into it, and I'm, I wasn't, I couldn't really get a straight answer if someone has done 100% yet. I saw a few people complaining about trying to get 100% of at least killing the enemies, and there was one specific floor um, that they could only get 99. And come to find out it was because someone explained that there's this one rare enemy that doesn't spawn every time. And because, um, yeah, the enemies have different spawn rates and drop things differently. And it'd be a chore to get 100%. But, my God. And all of the NPCs you talk to, though, are, are gone. And... Uh, because I played a little bit of the new game plus to just I looked around, and um I think the shortcuts you've opened, like uh, there's one that's like a a thing that slides out of the way and it's got a hole. Um, when I did new game plus, it was already open, and so I guess I don't know. It's like um people were complaining about new game plus was kind of stupid. It's not a new game plus because it's it's more like you just start at the beginning of the run, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I'm so tempted to play through it again to see. Anyway, I thought different endings. I couldn't get a straight answer if someone's gotten a hundred percent. Cause that would be difficult. I think killing all the enemies, finding all the, all the items. There's a lot of fucking items, all the monies, all the everything. I think though that there's just some kind of combination. I think maybe, I think more likely there's probably like some hidden areas because there's, there's like hidden doors that you have to like, like illusionary walls, but you have to click on them. You don't hit them. There's a bunch of those. Um, but I was, I, that's probably more likely that maybe there's some hidden stuff there in the game. It like unlocks a different ending maybe. But I also thought that 
maybe interacting with different NPCs differently would result in something else different. Like, for one, what if I don't talk to the mole and try to and kill him? And I try. I started a new game. I ran directly to where the giant mole was. When he, you can't kill him, you attack him. He just rolls off without telling you anything or giving you anything. But that still might do something different. Who knows? Um, the the demon princess. Maybe you don't save her and let her out. And instead, maybe you can talk to this dwarf and do something for him. Because I just fucking killed him because he backstabbed me. I don't fuck around in Souls games. Someone looks at me wrong. I fuck him up. I don't. I don't. Ever since Patches kicked me in that goddamn hole in Dark Souls One, I don't fuck around. And I'm surprised there wasn't a Patches in here. Honestly, I would not have been surprised. God, if Patches fucking showed up in Shadow Tower, I would have. <laughs> I would have lost my shit. Um. But yeah, maybe you do that. Maybe it's different. There's this one girl that I was really interested in, like a priest, priestess type girl in the impure pool um, world or area. And they didn't, I can't remember her lore. All the enemies have like the little, in the beastie area, little description of them. But she's standing there talking about, there's this one, she's in front of this little pool of water. And she's like a fountain. And she's like, this is the only pure water in the whole Shadow Tower, I think. And, um, but it needs a special pitcher to pour from. Or, to, to get the water. I was like, oh, it's like a side quest thing. And at the time, I couldn't find it. I even backtracked to this area later on and looked all around. I couldn't find it. And, um, it's not until later on that you get to a way later area and you get a teleporter that teleports you back to it into a secret room that you could have accessed if I would have known it was there, but I didn't. And you open it up and there's the, there's the, you come out of a different back in the area, like where you were. And that, in that secret area is where you find the picture. I gave it to her and she's like, thanks you and disappears. And then if you click on this pool, it's a free health top up kind of big. And it, it's at the time I was like, Oh my God, this is a game changer. But, um, but getting, because you get hurt really quick, you can die, like, really, really quick. There's a, you know, there's a few enemies and bosses. I have 4,000 health. They could just fucking evaporate me, you know? Um, so running all the way back to there, kind of a pain. But, like, maybe don't help her. I know you can kill her, because I tried on my first playthrough. I saved it first and I killed her because I was I was curious and you couldn't you can kill her. So like maybe you do some kind of combination of this stuff. Maybe you get a different ending. Um I was just like or or like I said, maybe some kind of hidden things. So like I wanna I'm really tempted to play through it again. Like I did with Dragon's Dogma. You know, I tried the Black Isle like DLC um a couple months ago. I couldn't get into it. I love Dragon's Dogma. Maybe I got burnt out because I played it back to back. But I, I was, I tried that and I couldn't get into it. Um, but yeah, maybe Shadow Tower. Maybe I jump back in. Maybe I do New Game Plus and try to get a hundred percent. See if anything changes. Um, maybe it's one of those things that you get a different ending after New Game Plus Plus or Plus Plus Plus. You know, I'm just so enthralled by. I'm I'm in I'm just oh there's so much unanswered questions that I'm that's that's killing me you know um but yeah Shadow Tower was really fucking good I loved it I recommend it if you're a fan of Souls games the controls are weird clunky but they're worth it if you can get a hang of them I think the game's worth it the um, I also I forgot to mention too there's no background music. There's no music, like, there's an opening title screen music. And, um, you know, there's there's the music at the end, like the last cutscene. But there's no music. It's just really quiet. And it's eerie. And, um, sometimes you save it and you'll hear, like, a a girl faintly in the back, on, off in the background, like, yell for help or something. Or, like, whispers. Or, like, little, little weapons or footsteps behind you 
it's it's a fucking horror game actually it's kind of horror-y but yeah it's just i appreciate a game that can set a good atmosphere shadow tower does it well and god it's just it was so fucking good i had to make a podcast talking about it and lore diving a bit this game deserves so much more um oh my back it just so much more attention and respect than from what i saw of kingsfield looks way better than kingsfield i think this game deserves to be like oh this is this is from soft's game before dark souls you know although i like i said i haven't played kingsfield maybe they're great there's like four four of them i think but shadow tower just overlooked and it's sad it makes me sad this game deserves one of those i might have to fuck around and do it it deserves one of those like four three four hour long retrospectives on youtube i've i looked and i saw uh like two short retrospective type videos on it i didn't watch them but they were really short and um so i assume they didn't go too in depth because just me talking about the cliff notes here, I'm almost to an hour. And I can't imagine going into depth, you know. But goddammit, it deserves it. And I might have to do it. I might have to. Um, You should play it. I recommend it. It's great. I think that's all my points. I meant to write write out what I wanted to talk about exactly. I never got around to it. And then this morning, I just kind of just started recording after the babe left. Um... Just to kill some time, I guess, and to get it done. And this brings me to the point I wanted to talk about, where I kind of hate making content lately. It's weird. It's such a weird thing, because I love, I love entertaining. I love talking about my opinions and playing games, and it, it's fun. But I noticed something. So I was on a break, right? I took a break for like a month, or a few weeks, I think it was. I think it was a couple weeks, actually. Where I recorded, you know, those three videos on YouTube as like a little stockpile. And I had that podcast also. And I released stuff like drip feeding, releasing um, to take a break with, you know. Um, a couple, like a week or two ago, I uploaded the last thing. I was like, I was like, okay, let I'm gonna, I'm not through with my break. I'm enjoying my free time to play games on my own and not focus so much on content and zoned in on you know titles and thumbnails and tags and interesting things to do and talk about blah blah blah. it's kind of exhausting honestly i was i was enjoying not having to do any of that but after the end of the stockpile i was like maybe i'll take a break from the break do three more videos um maybe a podcast i had a few one-off podcast ideas i had I was like, maybe I'll I'll make another stockpile bigger this time. Take even a longer break. So day one, I get record the Beyblade video. And I'm so fucking anxious and stressed. And all I can think about is just getting it done. So I, it's done and I don't have to do it anymore. And I'm thinking like, I'll finish this thing. And then I, I'm looking forward to being done, basically. And then it hit me like, that's not good, you know? If I don't enjoy the thing, I shouldn't do the thing. Uh, there's no reason to do it if I don't enjoy it. Because I don't, I don't do it for a job, you know? But I, I did that. I started recording a Vagrant Story video, which I have not released yet. And then I was still trying to stick it out, you know? Day two rolls around. I'm still super anxious. I'm scatterbraining. I can't focus on anything but finishing the, the, the big thing. I plan on doing a big either Nuzlocke or... Yu-Gi-Oh! Forbidden Memory Speedrun. Either one of them. All in one video. A big extravaganza thing. To like cap off the the break. Or the, you know, the, the stockpile or whatever. And uh, that's what I had planned. But day two, I was so stressed and anxious. I finished the Vagrant Store video. And I was going to do a video on Neverwinter. I made the thumbnail and stuff for it already. But I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to... If I'm not having, if I'm not enjoying it, I'm just not gonna do it. And I was telling the babe, I was like, I think, I think I want to quit making content. 
And she's like, no, that's crazy. You can't do that. And I was like, yeah, I agree. Because it's, it's my thing, you know? And I don't want to stop making it because I still think about stuff I want to do. And it's still fun sometimes, I think. It just hasn't been fun recently. So what I'm going to do is I got those two videos done. The Vagrant Story video is going to come out in a few days, I think. And now this... I'm gonna take a very long break, like bare minimum between this recording, because what's today? Hang on. As I'm recording this, it's October 17th. November 17th, a whole month of a break, then I'll see how I feel. But if I'm not, you know, enjoying it, I'm not gonna, I don't, there's no reason to do it, basically. Okay, it's back now. Every time I record, I pause my recording and start it back, it like takes 10 minutes to load back. But I have been recording for almost an hour without um like cutting it and starting a new recording like I should have done. Um anyway. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I don't it feels weird. I know I'm I would never say like I quit and retire from all this stuff cuz in reality, I was telling the babe this like Next week, I could feel better um, about everything and then feel fine, you know, and come back and do it and then enjoy it again. But until then, though, I'm for sure going to take a break, um, a good long break. I I was thinking about this last night, though, that the Nuzlocke sounded fun. It, that's what won the poll. Maybe I'll try to do that as like a last like, because again, I'm not going to quit. Okay, I can't I can't say I'm going to quit. But if I'm going to take, like, a, a several-month-long break, that that would be a good thing to, like, end it on, you know? Um, or, I guess, start it on. I don't know. Podcast-wise, I thought podcasting would be different. That it wouldn't make me as stressed because I, I do... I was doing YouTube with the intention of it being a job. And I kind of treated it like that in the hopes of making it a job. And... With podcasting, I started off, I was, you know, putting effort into I still put effort into it, but it's mostly just for fun. And I know at one point I had like over 100 listeners, which was kind of insane. That has dwindled since, uh, since then. <laughs> it was like last year. And now I have like just the boys, just, just the homies. And, um, you know, the folks, I guess is a better term. I hate folks. I know it's like a gender-neutral um, term. Better. It's a, it's a better term for, like, boys, you know? But folk. Folk. Is it folk or folk? I don't know. I hate, I hate it. I've always hated that word. It reminds me of, like, fucking rednecks and hillbillies. And I get, you know, I just I don't like it. Y'all. I'll say y'all. I'm Southern anyway. Um, or I think you guys is neutral. Gender-neutral. I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, I, the last thing I want to do is offend anybody. Um, or misgender somebody. It's just something about folk. I mean, I know what it is. As I, I just said it. It's a redneck hillbilly thing. I just don't, I just don't like the, that term. I wish there was a different term. That's why I just say, like, the homies. Or, or like, uh, I don't know. The, the crew. <laughs> I got a crew. But the, you know, most all my listeners now are just are just the friends, just the just the buddies. I've I've lost all my other listeners. That's fine. I don't really care. Um, I know we'll bring them back though. Gotta get some more Solaris and and Cataclysm Dark Days Ahead. That's what I need. Um, you know that's fine. I just you know I just do it for fun. It's not a big deal. I thought podcasting though would be not as stressful and stuff, but just this morning. I start recording and I'm just like, just I'm I just get too obsessed with it, too focused in, you know, and it just stresses me out. Still, even even just for the friends, so yeah, just I might I might try to do the nuzlocke if I feel up to it. Um, there's also a couple of one-off podcasts I wanted to do. I could try those, but I'm gonna. But yeah, if you. 
don't expect don't expect any more content from me for a, a good while, at least a month minimum. And, but you know, I'm still on Twitter. I'm obviously still on the Discord with the with the with the homies. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not like ditching the social media or the internet in general. Just doing that. I want to focus more on. I learned my digital art thing. Can do paintings. Oh my god, I miss painting so much. I used to paint. My painter. And I stopped painting because of my OCD. Uh, made me scared of paint. <laughs> and now I can paint again. And that's... Oh, it's still been so much fun. And I, it's a different beast, digital painting, than real painting. It is a... It is a different beast. Different animal. But I'm going to learn. I've also been, like... With taking the break... It's nice that I can just play my own stuff and not have to worry about commentary and recording. God damn it, I'm hungry. I gotta go eat soon. That and um, I've been focusing more on OCD recovery stuff. I, I talked about that before a little bit. I feel like I'm doing a lot better. I've hit a bit of a wall with um my list of accomplishments or things I want to accomplish. I haven't accomplished them yet. A little, little, little OCD like things I want to break. I've done one. I did. It's a big step. I checked that bitch off, and um, the next step is a little harder. And so, have I made a bit of a wall with that one, with with, but I'm trying. That's all I can do. You know, it's just been so nice though the break, and I'm not ready for it to be over. And so now we we break, and yeah. <laughs> I do. I am still gonna play though, Ben. If you're listening, I don't know if you listen to the whole podcast of mine. If you're still listening, I I will do Resident Evil Two stuff. I know I promised, and that's coming. I, I am gonna do that for sure. I don't know when, because I wanted to play the game first, beat it, maybe try it on hardcore, um, hunk and tofu stuff. Do that maybe, but I'm still. I haven't played it in like. A few weeks, a couple weeks, whatever. I got because I got stuck, and I started playing it that one day and got unstuck and got restuck, and then I started playing Shadow Tower, and um, at the time I was playing Bioshock Two, so I was like not playing it as much because that, and then I did Shadow Tower. I started playing Valkyrie Chronicles. Is it Valkyrie or Valkyrie? I don't know the difference. I don't know which is which. Um, now I'm playing that a little bit. Um, God, I want to play Mario Odyssey. I was, I've been feeling Mario Odyssey E. Every time I want to play that, though, I go to play it and, like, um, I want to start a new game and start fresh, but the game is not built for that, really. It's built for keep your one play, your save file and get all the power moons. I have like 600 of them, bitches, but I don't want to. Oh, good text message. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking, I'm just gonna, usually I try to cut it out, but that's fine. I don't really want to search for power moons now. I want to go back and just go through the game. But every time I do, it feels weird. Like, I lose so much progress, you know? I mean, I know I can get different save files. But that's the whole point of the game is all the long-term unlockables and getting the coins to buy new costumes and and stuff. That game's not really built for replays, you know? Uh, I don't know. But yeah, for now, I'm going to go, because I'm starving. I'm going to go make some taquitos, I think. And, yeah. Enjoy not recording anymore. And <laughs> it just takes a lot out of me. It really does. I'm going to go finish watching a speed run. I might switch. I want to watch, um... There's this guy on YouTube, I'm Dante, that I watch... I've been watching for a long time on his gaming channel. I saw he played... The Last of Us 2? That might be fun to rewatch. What else was I watching by him? I don't know. I might just watch The Office. Who knows? I'm gonna go, though. Hope you enjoyed Shadow Tower and my little rant at the end of, of things. And, um, thanks for listening. I really appreciate everyone that listens. Um, I, I appreciated it on episode one of Pokemon Emerald Nuzlocke. I appreciated it. I appreciate every listener now, you know? Everything in between. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, check out the Vagrant Story. Vagrant Story is great, by the way. 
I'm not going to get into it right now. Check out that video. Um, I have a lot of other videos on the podcast. And I might do the Nuzlocke. Might do a couple one-off podcasts if I feel like it. But don't be alarmed if you don't see any content for a while. So take a good break. I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. Like, but I also wanted to talk about it, so I don't know. Um, but yeah. I hope you enjoyed. I've been Deej. And I'll see you in the next one.